Welcome to HeartSpeak Podcast, episode 208, The Milk of Human Kindness. Welcome to the HeartSpeak Podcast, where valuable insights are shared that bypass the mind and resonate with the heart. Listen, open your heart, become inspired, find the joy and fulfillment that awaits when you follow your heart. And now, here's your host, Dr. Christine Page. Well, hello there, wherever you are in the world, you are welcome. It's good to be with you, especially on this equinox. Whether it's your fall or spring equinox, we have equal day and night. And many would say that we're in this nowness, this timelessness, where portals are opening, stargates are opening, a day that's good to meditate, a day that's good to put out your needs and say, help me to pass through this new door. I'm very fortunate to be here on the Orkney Islands, experiencing the great stones, the megaliths that have been there for thousands of years and having time to meditate amongst them. But I've also experienced in this perfect balance that I'm finding here, a harmony, a balance, a fairness, a kindness in my travels recently. And I think that sense of balance and harmony is kindness when we feel there's a reciprocity, a resonance, we say, ah, this is the milk of human kindness. I spent a beautiful time in Turkey where I found the people were so generous, so open-hearted, opening their homes to us, wanting us to be part of their lives. Of course, I found the same in the UK and Britain and up here in Scotland and that's the way we need to be living. Not just acts of kindness, but kindness because we are kind to ourselves. And this is the Libran way. We now have the sun in Libra. We have a new moon in Libra on the 25th. And it's really offering us that chance to find ourselves back in balance, in harmony, in kindness, in fairness, in justice, both with ourselves and with those around us. Too often, I will say, if you are a Libran or you had Libran energy, we can be giving away our energy to others because Librans are always concerned about others, relationships, other people's needs. It's a big part of the Libran personality. But today it's about when I find kindness for myself, then I can resonate that kindness to everyone. And we definitely need that. It's been a pleasure to travel and to meet so many kind people. Because there's also a world out there that is unkind, not just in actions, but also in thoughts, in words. I've been astounded by how people will say something that's unkind and take no responsibility for it. And I can only think that they have so much of a wound inside them that they would rather run away from that they would prefer that they project it out onto me or someone else rather than owning it. This is a time for self-reflection. This is a time for understanding that what we do to others is what we do to ourselves. And what we do to others is a sign of what we need to do for ourselves. What is the journey we need to be taking? And on this new moon, we have, as I say, Jupiter opposite the new moon, which is a very inspiring. Jupiter is expanding our journey, but 
It's also saying, let's not get lost in the future because the future is based on where I stand now. And with Uranus and Saturn once again coming back into square with each other, we're facing this energy of constriction and expansion or constriction and new experiences, which we've had all of last year. And I think, again, if we reflect back on what happened in the last couple of years about somebody coming up with a great idea, but actually it was so out there, it didn't actually consider the needs of the people right now. And I think that this new square that's going to continue a little bit into next year is another sign of let's stop and think. However much I hear people talking about, well, this would be great in 2030, or it would be great in 2040, we're not there. We're just in 2022. And when I hear people talking about, I have to make a choice to eat or heat, or people telling me they haven't got enough money to know whether or not where the food is going to come from next week, I'm saying is, I don't care what your big plans are, your Saturn plans or your Uranus plans, we need to be thinking in a kind way of what is the kindest thing I can do to this person or for this person in this moment. And I, and I would see that in my medical career where I might say one of my consultants would say, oh, it's going to be great once you've finished all of this treatment. <laughs> but that wasn't where the person was concerned. They were concerned about now. How am I going to deal with now? And to them or the consultant, their concerns were little, you know, it's like, why are you worrying about what's going to happen to your cat or dog or who's going to bring the food in? That's actually what matters now, not the fact of what's going to happen down the road. So to me, the milk of human kindness is considering where people are now rather than having some big plan that may or may not actually be available to these people in the future. They may actually not be around. So let us just be considerate. Let's be really loving. Let's find that love within. And I talk about love because Libra is ruled by Venus as Taurus is ruled by Venus. And Venus is the lover, the lover of life. And they're different types. Whereas Taurus, which is a relatively early sign in Zodiac, is about loving life and so enjoying your food and, and enjoying the pleasures of what's going on around you. I mean, just making sure that you're having pleasure. The love that comes into Libra is much deeper. It's more about a deep love, a deep yearning, a, a deep desire to experience wholeness. And I want to just tell a few stories around that. So we start with understanding the zodiac. And always we could start with Pisces. Pisces is the unknown, the, the deep unknown, the mystery. And out of the mystery comes Aries. And we could say that it's almost, if I want to say it in that, we give birth to Aries. Aries, this small child. We would call them either a little boy child or girl child, but they're like the child that has this new life inside them. They're, they're seeking to find themselves. And from Aries, we go to Taurus, and Taurus is this energy that 
wants to experience and wants to make sure it has all it needs to have that experience. It's, I often say it's like they're decorating the nursery. You know, what do you need for this new baby? What do you practically need to experience this? What do you need even to, to bake a cake? Or oh, I need to get all these ingredients in. So Taurus is about collecting into our lives those things that are going to literally nurture this new growth. And many a time we'll meet a mentor in those times. A mentor could be someone in our childhood who just said, yeah, keep going, Christine, or, or maybe lent us some books so we learned to read or helped us to understand gardens. I wonder who your mentors were. People who come into our life and leave, they're not necessarily our parents or somebody in our family. It's like, who encouraged you? Who encouraged you to nurture your, your seeds of inspiration? And then we move on to Gemini, and Gemini is about communication and learning. So we're, we're bringing into ourselves new ideas, again, enriching the, that original idea. We're going, okay, what do I need to learn to make this happen? We move into Cancer, which is about the crab. So it's a, again, this opposite's appearing. That's what the Cancer crab is about, meeting ourselves in people and enriching ourselves through our relationships. And then finally, I will say, we reach the Leo stage, which is made it. Look at me. I've become the king. Yeah, I'm there. And then we start this other side of the cycle. Virgo first. Virgo is about recognizing that there are things that we still have not integrated into ourselves. And then Libra. Libra is about a love that I'm going to talk about. And the next sign after Libra is Scorpio. Scorpio is about the deep dive, the dying to old parts of ourselves. In alchemy, we call it putrefaction, literally breaking down who we are to find our jewels, our, our pearls. Before I go into that, I just want to take that story into another mythology, which is the mythology about Percival. Percival was a knight in the court of King Arthur. The story of Percival that I like is that, again, he's born to a mother who hides him in the forest because his father has died as a knight and she doesn't want him to become a knight. So he's kind of comfortable living in the forest with his animals. And then one day, three knights actually ride through the forest and he goes wow angels because that's all he knows and of course his, he wants to follow them and his mother says please don't go you know something bad's gonna happen he says no no i've got to follow these and in some ways they were his mentors and he learns in a gemini way all the needs because he's quite uncouth he's never been in a court so he has to keep learning about how to be a proper knight how to behave be a gentleman and then he learns about relationships and love and those, all those wonderful things we learn as a, as a teenager. And then here he is now in the sign of Leo, you know, the greatest knight out there. And he's become the one that everybody looks up to. And there's this wonderful story that's put together around Percival where he has only one other knight that he has to battle against, and that's called the Black Knight. 
And so he says, I'm the greatest knight. I'm going to battle the white knight and knock him off his horse and I will be the greatest. And so they go into battle and he does knock the black knight off his horse and he goes up to him about to strike him and the guard on his helmet, the black knight's helmet, falls away and Percival sees it's him. It's his mirror image. And he realizes that he has to actually integrate and meet his own inner black knight before he can go further. And so he leaves the court of King Arthur and goes back to the forest and his journey continues where he deepens his awareness. And this story is repeated in so many different mythologies around the world. There's a time of growth, a time of celebration, a time for going within and with so many planets retrograde, we are having that experience. And so he goes into the forest and now I can come back and make, maybe change my mythologies because here he's saying, I want to meet that. But, you know, that's a scary ch challenge, isn't it? To say, I want to go there. And what we need is now a new type of mentor. Somebody who knows what it's like to have a dark night of the soul. Somebody who knows what it's like to go into their own darkness. When we're doing that, we don't need someone who says, hey, don't go there. I've never been there. You better not go there. We need someone who says, I've been there. I've come through it. And I will be there for you. And that's a different type of mentor who's just encouraging you to read books. It's the mentor who can hold your space, but not stop you doing what you need to do. And that's an extremely extraordinary person who you might say calls you on your stuff, but not on your stuff in a negative way, but saying, I want to meet the wholeness of who you are, not the part you keep trying to project towards me. And I think a lot of this unkindness is needing that because it really is a deep wound that someone is crying out to when they project their, their nastiness which they feel within themselves, but they project it onto someone else. And nobody is nasty. It's only what we perceive that society doesn't accept. And now I have two other stories or shortage stories, but I think about two female figures, two great goddesses that we all know about. One of them is Demeter or Demeter. And she is the goddess who is the mother of Persephone. Now, if we're accurate, she's the mother of Kaur, K-O-R-E, the, the girl child. And what happens, and I'll use the name Persephone because you probably know it better, is Persephone is playing out in the garden and suddenly she goes into the underworld. And depending on what story you're listening to, she may be taken down into the underworld by Hades, by Pluto, but I won't get into the darker part of that because actually... Pluto is actually a feminine energy. So you could say her own dark crone energy calls her into the underworld. If you're living from a patriarchal place, it's a masculine that takes her there. But here we have on the surface, Demeter, or Demeter as I'm going to call her, is distraught because she's lost her daughter. And she walks away from all the gifts that she has as a goddess and says, I will take away all the light from this place until my daughter is replaced or is found. 
And Zeus, who's been absolutely knew what was going on and allowed it to happen, says, oh, you know, just get over it. She said, no, I'm not going to get over it. And indeed, a darkness does fall on the world, or there's a drought, or there's not enough food. And this is really because she says, I'm not going to keep nurturing the land while you're hiding from me the joy of my own child. And I think we have some of those issues now. And she does wander around until she finds another child to try and make into an immortal being, and that doesn't go so well. But in the end of the day, it is agreed with Zeus that, and Hades that Persephone will be returned to her after some conditions. And I think the theme to that story that I'm really wanting to emphasize is the fact that her love, it didn't matter what extreme she had to go to, her love was so great that she was going to find her daughter. And I think the other story is the story of Isis. Isis, again, a, a great goddess, a mother goddess. Both of these are mother goddesses. And once again, she is partnered to Osiris, and Osiris finds himself becoming dead due to his brother Set. And he's chopped into lots of little pieces. And it is Isis now acting as a falcon, a hawk, who finds all the pieces, puts them together. And it's her love that says, I will not cease until I achieve this. This is my goal. And it's that message that I want to really focus on just now. What is it in your heart to say, I will not cease until I have achieved this goal? What love do we all have for ourselves or for others that we love, but first to start with ourselves? that says, I will not give up. And I am seeing that fight from many, many women and men fighting for their children, fighting for their grandchildren. And it's not a fight with weapons. It's a fight from the heart. It's a kindness. And it's Libra that's saying, I will fight at this level to bring harmony, balance, justice, and fairness back to this earth. So I say to you, this is a great day to meditate on these mother goddesses, to pray for them and pray that they will enter into your heart, into your being, and make a promise that you will not cease until you flow with this milk of human kindness. You flow with the kindness that comes from not an emptiness, but a fullness. Because every great goddess has always been connected with milk. The Milky Way is called the Milky Way because it's seen as this love that never ends. Annapurna is known as Annapurna because it's the glacial rains or the glacial uh, streams looked like milk. Every culture believes in this great mother's love bringing milk. And we also need to understand that it is that kindness that sustains us. It's that kindness that is going to 
keep us moving forward in a way that is going to be beneficial for those future generations. I send you much love, many blessings. Just to say, the podcast will be one day late next time, just because it will be on my return. But still, I look forward to seeing you then. Take care now. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the HeartSpeak Podcast with Dr. Christine Page. Please check out all HeartSpeak episodes in the podcast archive section on www.christinepage.com. HeartSpeak is also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and now playing on Amazon Music and iHeartRadio. You can also watch the archive podcast on Christine's channel on YouTube and now on Rumble. Connect with Christine on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, including her newest Facebook group, The Great Mother Calling. Do share with family, friends, colleagues. Join us next time for another edition of Heart Speak.